We are living through an awful moment of national hollowness, where the idea of America is being challenged by an extremism that has risen from Donald Trump's political ambitions. Donald Trump's narcissism, his pettiness, all of his vices have melded together and fused with an incipient fascism. On a seven-year basis, the American people saw cynicism bloom. They saw a political party completely succumb to a cult of personality. And they saw their politicians abandon every pretense of principle for power. And the result is the madness we see all around us. It is the nihilism of Kevin McCarthy's government shutdown. It is the insanity of Paul Gosar and Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. It is the decay that is happening in real time all around us. But there are antidotes to it, and there is a choice. The American people will make the ultimate choice if we are to abandon democracy or whether we are to renew it or to refresh it. Every generation of Americans is called to face challenges and struggles and hardships and to advance a proposition. And that proposition is freedom and liberty. And in the United States, inexorably, over time, that has been an expanding proposition. The proposition that all men are created equal, endowed by a creator with inalienable rights that include life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, is a political proposition, but also a moral proposition. When the United States was built, when it was founded, when it was constructed as an idea, there was an understanding in that moment about how important it would be to protect the freedom of the press, the presses, the places where the newspapers were laid out, printed. George Washington was smeared during the Revolutionary War by loyalist presses in Manhattan. His wife was smeared, and George Washington loved Martha Washington, and he didn't appreciate it at all. At any rate, when the Revolutionary War ended, George Washington rode into Manhattan, and the first place he went to was the presses that slandered him and his wife. Did he go there to hang the man who smeared him? He did not. He posted guards on his door and made sure that there would be no retribution. Now again, retribution. That is why Donald Trump is running for president of the United States. He made clear why he is running again in a very chilling statement. 
which I'm going to read out loud. This is important. Everything that Donald Trump says should be taken literally and seriously. When Donald Trump speaks, listen and hear and always root out within whatever he says the kernels of truth that become the basis for the malignancy of his lie. When he talks about the dishonesty of the media, and you hear this, remember, 40 million Americans on social media reacted in some form or fashion to seeing the lie of the New York Times star columnist exposed over a cheeseburger, fries, and many scotches at Newark Airport. The stupidity of it isn't the issue. The fact that when he found himself in a hole that he couldn't stop digging isn't the issue. The issue is the lie and the abandonment of integrity and principle from an institution that claims it holds those values as first principles. This is what fuels Donald Trump's ability to demagogue any issue. The ability to find the fissure, the dishonesty, and to exploit it, and to create at a core the whataboutism, which is essential to blinding his sycophants, his fans, his supporters, to the realities of his own corruption. A few minutes ago, I showed you a clip of Dean Phillips. Nobody should be surprised that the congressman, by my count, was the first person to demand that Senator Menendez resign. A man, the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, whose home was found filled with gold bars from the Egyptian government, hundreds of thousands of dollars sewn into the linings of his suit jackets. A man profoundly unfit to serve in the United States Senate, but remains there, as the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says, he's a great fighter for the state of New Jersey and thanks him for his public service. They are almost all dishonest and corrupt. But Comcast, with its one side and vicious coverage by NBC News, and in particular MSNBC, often incorrectly referred to as MSDNC, Democrat National Committee, exclamation point, should be investigated for its, quote, country-threatening treason. Their endless coverage of the now fully debunked scam known as Russia, 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 and much else, is one big campaign contribution to the radical left Democrat Party. I say up front, openly and proudly, that when I win the presidency of the United States, they 
and others of the lame stream media will be thoroughly scrutinized for their knowingly dishonest and corrupt coverage of people, things, and events. Why should NBC or any other of the corrupt and dishonest media companies be entitled to use the very valuable airwaves of the USA free? They are a true threat to democracy and are, in fact, the enemy of the people. The fake news media should pay a big price for what they have done to our once great country. What this is, is a promise. And it is a threat. And understand this. The origin, the phrase, enemy of the people, the concept, enemy of the state, it's gotten a hundred million people killed in the previous century. Brutally, systematically, and violently. These are the words of a former President of the United States. These words matter. They should be heeded. They should be taken seriously. There were some polls out this weekend. I'm going to put them on the screen as I close. These should be taken seriously, too. The man, the man who wants to burn the books, the man who wants to lock up his political opponents, the man who wants to get rid of elections and imprison the news media. Right now, if the election were tomorrow, apparently, he would be the 47th president of the United States. The catastrophe that would follow will linger for the rest of history.